So today we're talking about when you're down and out, you're over it. In your words, you're like, fuck it. I'm done with this shit. I'm ready to close the doors. Let's close up shop. Mm-hmm. How many times <laughs> have to happened? I know of two. So I've been with you almost two years. I've seen it twice. Or I think I've seen it twice at least. But I want to know from your standpoint, when was the first time it happened? Give me the rundown. Um, probably the, the year that we opened. I mean, those first few months were rough. Rough. Just because you couldn't keep up with the volume? Yeah, I mean, the first few months we couldn't. We couldn't figure out, like, how the restaurant was taking a hold. And that always happens in openings. You're, like, obviously throwing throwing a product out there. For me, it was the first one. So, right? It's just It's just tough, right? You're doing volume out of small places. Um, and there's a lot of moving parts. Like, I don't know if people notice, but sometimes if you're watching me in the restaurant, I'm watching everything from the corner of the restaurant trying to express, you know, to myself in my head. Like, is this going right or is this not going right? Or what's what's happening? How is this going to happen? You know, how yeah. is it going to work or stuff like that? So you're analyzing like every single yeah, I'm detail. analyzing everything. Like, is it clean? Is the music right? Is the temperature right? Is the, you know, is the food coming out the right time? I know those tables outside are wobbly. I need to buy new tables. I need that roof outside. I need I need to finish the landscaping. I need, you know, there's so many things that are running in your through mind. that I'm thinking about. Like, is everybody all right? Is, do, do they need something to drink? Like, I mean, it's just, that's my like that's my mind working. So there's days that like shit's not working out, and you're just over it. I'm over it. So Absolutely. this happened the first couple months, and then what were you thinking? Were you like, I need to get some people in here immediately, or else I will not be able to do this? I can't be successful. Oh, at that point, I had people that were working really hard um, to achieve success. But the issue is when you're opening. You know, when you're opening a restaurant and you don't know what kind of volume you're going to run, especially barbecue, it's tough, right? Because you're cooking a piece of meat that's 12 hours. It's not like I'm taking out steaks that I just bought and cooking them or cooking chicken, right? It's different. I mean, ribs take six hours, brisket, right. pork takes 12. Once I run out, I'm out. I can't resolve that. And is that, I, I know that that's an issue even still to this day. Like we'll run out of whatever, brisket typically earlier in you know, seven or eight o'clock and then people get there and they are just like straight pissed. And you know, you're like, well. I think part of the problem is that people are so used to every restaurant. Let's go back. I mean, we're in the restaurant capital of the world, I think, right? Because all, all big companies that own restaurants want to come here to Orlando and try this market because sure. you get millions of people coming in from everywhere in the world which means that you know you could put one of your locations on international drive and you'll know if the concept works or not that's what darden does right they put olive garden they put all their concepts close or an international drive so that they could test the market and then they test it with people that are coming in and basically eating there one time and not coming back and not coming back because they're on a trip so they don't care if they fail, right? 
because they'll be able to fix it and then when people go back home they'll probably try it anyways because it's you know it's it's the only thing that's probably available sure and then there's also volume involved like you're constantly seeing volume so even if we'll just say that one customer wasn't happy it doesn't care it doesn't, it doesn't matter it's right? irrelevant really. yeah it's irrelevant so they they've tried i know they've tried recipes there i've known they tried you know the way the way service should be or you know takeout delivery all that stuff they've tried it here so i think it's very it's very important that people understand that that's what people are used to right that oh how can a restaurant run out of food right but if you go to texas and you go to barbecue joints over there they run out of food at 2 p.m and people are like that's what it is that's the norm it's the norm right i mean you can't if you're doing your product fresh if you're if, if if that's something that you know it's taking like i said 12 hours six hours whatever then the problem is that i mean you can't you can't fulfill everybody's right you're not going to have an unlimited su supply yeah. Yeah. at all times yeah how do you train your customer base to understand that what do you do like do you put out any sort of informational pieces on this or do you just talk about it with anybody that you come in contact with so that you can start educating the, the consumer that's coming to you so that maybe you lessen that blow like people know oh hey they make their they smoke their meat daily so there's a good chance they're gonna run out of meat and not be as I mean I upset. mention it to people at the restaurant when they see me right or when we're out of a product it's just hey we got hit hard today we do it every day it is what it is you know yeah it's sort of a matter of fact now like you know what i mean like at the beginning i used to get you know people everybody in the team just like bitching you know what i mean my advisors all saying like oh you're running out of food too early um so that's that was that but then that that was one of the factors that helped pick floyd's become known right because um it's it's sort of that food truck mentality when you know there's scarcity people get excited about it um and the lines and it creates a whole supply you know, and demand supply and demand buzz. thing exercise you know I'm, I'm so excited because you know i got the final rack of ribs oh my god you know so it's it's um it's sort of a marketing tactic tactic i guess but I don't want it as a marketing tactic. I just want to sell. Yeah. It no. just comes naturally, though. It just like comes naturally. Within the industry for you yeah. specifically. I mean, we don't want to lose product. We have ways or avenues to reuse the product now. Before, when I opened, I didn't. Okay. So in the beginning, you felt this way. When else have you felt that way? Was the most recent time then since then the times I know about. So I know about two instances. Please tell me about the two instances that you think <laughs> that I said, fuck it, I'm gonna close this restaurant. And so I wouldn't necessarily say it was like that extreme, but I know beginning of pandemic last year, you were like in a not so great space, for sure stressed at all time high. And you know, you're walking up and down mills, got sunburned to the max. <laughs> And you were, I think you were just like, what are we going to do? Like, what is our next move? Yeah. Like, how am I going to support our entire staff, uh, you know, as well as myself and family? Like, what do I do? Uh, yeah, that was definitely one. Will I have to close? 
So to be honest with you, I've uh, I had a conversation with my advisor, and I said, "Hey man, I've been listening, I've been watching the news, I've been listening to the radio. They're talking about, you know, this pandemic. It's going on. What do you think, right?" Um, I'm worried about cash flow because I think that's the most important thing that we need to all protect is just how much cash we have in the bank to survive, you know, if X something happens, right? You would think that all these big companies, you know, have all this cash sitting around. And we saw during this pandemic that they didn't. They went out and looked for money. Darden went out to look for a billion dollars. Cheesecake, I think, got 250 million bucks. You know, so these are companies that produce enormous amounts of cash flow and still had to go to the market and look for cash. And as a small business, I don't have that. Right. Right. They could go out and, you know, I have stock, I have this, I have that, right? I don't have that. That's not a possibility. Not an option. And banks at that point just dry. Just go dry, you know? They're not loaning anything. Oh, they're loaning shit. So... That's why I was, I would say that I was pacing because I was trying to figure out like, I have cash, but. It's not an endless supply. Yeah, it's not an endless supply. How do I control this situation? Yeah, and then what happens, right? What happens to the staff? What happens to everybody? What happens to my bills? What happens to all my shit? Um, And is this it? You go like, is this it? Am I going to have to close this restaurant and then just restart again? I mean, I've done it several times, but it's just like, I don't know. I guess every time it just becomes a little bit less intriguing, right? say the least. It's heartbreaking and it's stressful and especially with a concept that's... You've been working your ass for seven years and all of a sudden somebody tells you like, hey, hey dude, like that's it. It's not in your control. Go figure it out. Yeah. You're sitting there going like, fuck. Now what? Yeah. I mean, I've been in that sort of situation before. Like I said, I've been in a situation when somebody tells me, hey, you got to close your restaurant in two weeks because we voided your lease. I mean, I don't want to tell you how how that shit feels. Fuck pacing. I was like... You just feel like somebody probably ran you over. Oh, yeah. I got ran over and I'm trying to figure out what's next, you know, because I need to keep producing. Um which is good, I guess, that I have that mentality. I don't I don't really sit on stuff very long, right? And just at this point I'm like, let's 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 see what we could do and keep moving forward. Figure out a way and yeah, keep it. Yeah, figure moving. out a way. There's gotta be a way that we can, you know, make this work. And we did, actually. We 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 did really well, I think, in the pandemic where we pivoted quickly. Quickly and you know, we were all willing to do whatever it took to keep going. And and you guys are mostly responsible for that, not me. Um, yeah, but I mean, was I feeling shitty about myself? Absolutely. Because when you have no control over a situation, it's just like... Despite the craziness of last year, everybody feeling that way, um, you know, and then the monotony of every day being the same thing, I think there are a lot of positive things that came from it. Um, I feel that way, but I don't know if you do. Like, do you feel like you, do you feel like as a brand we're stronger from the pandemic? Do you feel like as a team internally, um, do you feel like your support system is like stronger, more positive, any of these things? I think as a brand, we are stronger. Um, Cause we, we made, 
we made a few changes and we adapted really well and people saw it, right? Um, our social media game is on point. Our, the different events that we're doing, thanks, thanks to you, for example, date night and, you know, all these things that we're doing with Vic and the podcast and all that, that's, that's helped a lot, right? So, you know, in that sense, we've just stepped up our game. Mm-hmm. Our food quality is at its best, I think. And is the team happy? I don't, I don't know if it's 100% happy, but we're getting there. We're working towards it. Um, me as a whole, like, it's been a hard, I would say it's been a hard year. I mean, it's been, yeah, it's been a year. It's been, there's personal shit going on. There's, you know, trying to open a new restaurant, trying to find the money for that, trying to do all these other things um, while you try to push your own brand. And and it's hard, I guess. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what I can say about just, I'm so used to it that it's just like. It's your norm, you feel it's like. my norm, it's my, my it's, it's numb. You know, it's like you go for it, you, you keep, you keep working towards that goal like i've said before it's i have a goal and you keep working and there's things that happen every day that you have to navigate and try to adjust um so is that what is like your determining factor because i mean this isn't just like a restaurant owner thing like everybody at some point in their life feels like i'm done with this i'm throwing in the towel whether that's their like at their current day job or... Well, let's go back. You said there's two times. You said the pandemic. What's the other one? So the second one is probably more recent and we're kind of in it currently, right? Like we are struggling with staffing. Mm -hmm. Everybody's spread like super thin. So I think it has kind of like, everyone's patience is a little bit low. Like we're super busy, which is a great problem to have, but you know, our weekends are just like, you're being pounded for 12 or 14 hours a day. You maybe get to go to the bathroom twice a day. You maybe get a meal in, like, you're just really in it on a store level. And then, you know, recently we've decided to close on Mondays because we just don't have the manpower, essentially. And I think this is like a, you know, industry-wide issue, but, you are historically known for not closing, which, so this was like a big deal. Like for you to make this decision for your team and company was like a huge deal. So I can imagine from your standpoint, you're kind of like, well, if I have to close Mondays, like then what? Then am I gonna have to close a second day? Like, you know, you're probably feeling some sort of ways about it. I think that we're in a great time for the challenge. Um, but this isn't going to be forever, right? right? This is just a very temporary thing that's going on right now. I think, I think, right? I'm just judging by what I see. Um, if this continues on for a long time, yeah, it's going to get really hard. But it's going to get really hard for everybody. Right. So I mean, we're seeing it within the community. Like, people are closing on Mondays yeah. or people are closing early or... You know, maybe they were doing lunch and dinner shifts and now they're only doing dinner. Like, so it's not just us, us. which is, you probably take a little bit of solace in that, right? And a little. No, I really don't care about everybody else. I mean, at the end of the day, what I care about is our four walls 
and our business moving forward. If I worry about every other fucking restaurant in this town, I'd be sleepless. Yeah. Um, I think everybody does a very good job with their own business. And I think that's what people should really focus on. Don't worry about the other person's business. You know, you could talk about it, but I think a lot of people focus on like, oh my God, you know, my competition. I don't give a fuck. Everybody's our competition. So in that sense, what can we do to control what we have, right? Mm -hmm. and, and it's always the same thing. Just take care of your food quality, take care of your service, be happy, you know, in the way that you treat your guests and it, it, it'll all come through. It'll take care of itself. But yeah, was I fuck it one day? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I, I walked around the restaurant asking people if they want to buy a restaurant today. Like, <laughs> sure, why not? You want to buy a restaurant? I'm ready. You're ready. This topic, though, I think is like you said, with everybody, right? It's across the board. It's across I mean, the board. I hear it with my sister with her job. Um, I've heard it with, I mean, even professional athletes that are just tired of the pressure and trained um, mentally emotionally yeah, physically everything and and i think um it happened i mean even with the pandemic i see a lot of people going through some some stuff and you know obviously in this situation we were all locked down kind of and people weren't going out and people weren't living their life so it, it changes your pace and it changes you know the way that you interact with other people so that that causes a lot of shit mentally 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 and emotionally i think yeah emotionally and, and more than anything like in those times i really focus on just trying to work on my mental state and my emotional intelligence by you know going to a psychologist and working on stuff and looking for answers not sitting down at home You know, sitting in it wobbling yeah is it wallowing it's wallowing wallowing not yeah. wobbling wallowing in your thoughts <laughs> or... wallowing in my thoughts yeah there you go Thank somebody you. asked me the other day actually dictionary.com oh my gosh i am not dictionary.com somebody asked you what somebody asked me the other day about maureen She's no great. not about maureen so my general demeanor is like pretty happy and cheery and bubbly right and the other day I wasn't that happy and cheery. And somebody asked me, are you okay? And my immediate response was like, I'm well. Like, it's always like, I'm fine. Like, I'm well, I'm good. Like, everything's fine. That's always your immediate response, right? Well, that's always my immediate response. <laughs> and they were like, really? Because you don't look that great. And then I was like, oh, crap. Like, I'm not even hiding it well today. And then they were like, so whatever, that happened. Then I see the person again, like a few days later, and they're like, well, you look better today. It just looks like gray skies and not raining. And I didn't ever really think of it like that. Like sometimes it's a torrential downpour. Other times it's just gray skies. And then, you know, then you have like sunshine or whatever. But I just don't think, I think that we're so like automated at times. Like we're so used to just being like, I'm good. Like just powering through it, you know? Uh, I, I mean, I personally tell you that the life of an entrepreneur is like Gray a skies, roller coaster. A roller coaster. At I mean, all times. it's just at all times. Because you're trying to balance. It's a balancing act, right? But you, you can't live a balanced life. Um, 
so you're trying to balance everything, right? To make sure that you hit all your points. Oh, let me keep my friendships alive. Let me keep right. my family happy. Let me keep my staff happy. Let me keep growing. Let me keep, I mean, let me keep in physical shape. Let me keep mental shape. Like, right. Go to the but then what's the ratio? You can do three quarters of them and be successful. And then that there's that one quarter that's failing. Can't, you can't do it all. No, you can do it all. I mean, yeah, three quarters, one quarter. I mean, you could you could work at that seventy five percent. I don't like working that low, but I would say eighty five, ninety percent. You know that you work, and some things are not going to work out. Um, the thing is that those things that don't work out affect you more than what is working out. What is working out? Because then you start. I mean, listen, we all live with a lot of doubt. I, I do. I think when you when you're trying to create something special, um, and obviously you push forward because you're just working hard and you're trying to set the bar for yourself and everything, doubt really gets in your head, mm -hmm. right? Um, the fear of failure is huge. I, for example, had a fear of making money that I didn't know. Really. At that point that I was like discovering, like because of my fear, I was spending money faster. Right? You were spending too much. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of people just need to figure out some of their shit. <laughs> I, but it's hard, right? Because it's like, I try to work on that and I'm not saying that I'm the almighty purpose, like perfect thing. And I give books out and stuff like that, but people don't either, they take the time or they don't want to take the time. Yeah. It's really scary too, like to figure out some of the reasons why you're feeling a certain way on the day-to-day -day. like yeah but i mean it's I'm, hard I'm, to be introspective so i think in in the difference thing in, in in the difference that i have with other people that i consider myself is just i try it i don't care if i fail right i go 100 into it right and if i fail then i'm gonna have to live with it but I know I tried. So I put 100%. I, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I've done this with relationships and I've done it with, um, you know, my businesses and I've done it with everything. I just, just go into it. It's not the best thing, right? Because, you know, you have to be very careful and calculated and all this bullshit that I think it's a waste of time. But, um, you know, it's like I, I constantly have had fights with my dad because he he in in business negotiations, he seems to be a little bit more calculated. And I'm like, fucking we're ramming into this shit. Like, yeah. tell Full me a steam price. Ahead. I want to know what's going on. Don't bullshit me. Hey, I just saw your P&L. It fucking sucks. Like, hey, you know, let's get to the bottom of this or we're not doing a deal. That's it. My dad wants to calculate it, time it, you know. You know, it's like a game. I don't, I don't play games. Just ready to go. Let's go. We're like, either doing it or we're not. Or we're not. There's not an in between. I try to play gray, right? You you do the black and white, but you try to play gray. But sometimes the gray gets tiring because you're like in this limbo. Yes. Instead of just being direct and being like, "Hey, is it gonna work or is it not gonna work?" Just tell me. Just tell me. <laughs> Let's not waste time. Time is valuable. Either times, like yours or mine. You know what I mean? Is this deal going to work out or not? I got a call by mistake last week 
from somebody. And he's a CFO for a company that's uh, a restaurant company. And I said, I want to buy you out. And he probably laughed on the phone. You got it by mistake? Yeah, he thought it was another guy, another Thomas. Oh. And he I calls see. me and I go like, who is this? And he's like, this guy. And I was like, oh, actually, you know what? I've been thinking of this. I want to buy you. And he's like, la- oh, like okay. he literally, I think, laughed. Because he's like, oh, that's funny. Because, you know, we're about to start expanding again. Like, oh, it's great. I, I still want to buy you. So let me know when we have coffee and we can discuss it. Um, but he was probably like on the other line going like, this guy doesn't have the money to do this shit. Oh, it's okay. Laugh. I'll find the money. Weird. Mm-hmm. Mary, maybe serendipitous. I don't know. You know the company. Oh, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. You all know the company. Do you feel like this is what kind of drives you though? So like on those days when you're like, uh, you know, ready to close up shop, this is what drives you? Like you're all in, it doesn't matter. We're just going to keep going for it. Also, you know, you have your goals of like 50 stores, you have this check, like that's what drives you. So that's what at the end of the day, no matter how much nonsense goes on, if it's a colossal, you know, shit storm basically of a day, you still know whatever we're just going to keep it moving if i don't do that then all of us crumble not all of you you guys can go out and get another job right yeah i, I mean think you're very capable sure all of you are very capable of getting another job i'll find you another job if something like that happens but if i crumble like what i'm gonna give up all the hard work that i've done for the last you know, I started working, let's say, when I graduated college 17 years ago. So I've been kicked in the nuts for the last 17 years and I'm just going to give up now. Yeah. Right? We talk about this all the time, me and my dad. Um, you know, because, listen, my, my dad and mine relationship is like a very interesting one. Also a roller coaster. Roller coaster. <laughs> but he's he's a really good guy, you know, and I respect him a lot. Um, but... Sometimes it's like, you know, he's been trying for many years to try to make me really hard as a businessman, Mm -hmm. right? And sometimes I tell him like, hey, man, (laughs) I get it. I get what you're trying to do. I feel like we're in a boxing match and I'm in the seventh round and I have a bloody eye. Um, I mean, I've been kicked, but we can still rally up and win this, right? So that's why I related to. It's like a boxing match. You start off fresh in the first round, just open your business, you're super excited, right? And things start happening, Mm -hmm. like anything. Um, My dad relates it to a parking lot. A parking lot? Yeah. I've never heard this analogy, I guess. Yeah, so he says- From him. Yeah, he says, there's a car parked there, That's let's say that's a problem. That problem reverses and leaves the parking lot. There's another car that's going to be parked there. And it's another problem. You know? Mm-hmm. It's a bad way to look at it. I'm not saying a problem situation, whatever. But, you know, we deal with it on a daily basis. It's the norm. It's the norm. So, some people are numb. Some people have very serious situations that luckily, I mean, we don't have. Right. Um. So, you kind of take it as like... 
this is the norm let's just keep it moving yeah today sucked tomorrow's a new day i feel like that's an exchange that you and i have a lot tomorrow's a new day tomorrow will be better yeah yeah i mean you go to sleep and you go this is this was literally a shit day yeah. i've had these today was trash today was trash just trash it forget it and let's move on the situation again the situation is it's a balancing act and i think for everybody that that listens to this necessarily are not only in the restaurant business it's just like you have a family you have kids you have school you have this you have that and you try to figure out how obviously to move forward in whatever you're doing and it's hard it's hard you know you got to recognize that you got to see what people are are going through but at the same time like you can't just sit there and, and feel sorry for yourself you got to keep moving right focus on what you do have give yourself a little perspective there's way other crazier more extreme things happening in the world to other people yeah. everyone's circumstance is different so have i said fuck it yeah i've said it so many times so many times i mean um shit i think i was two years in and i i don't know if i told you this but i got in a car and started driving just where nowhere i ended up in atlanta you just started driving i, I just couldn't anymore I you was, just needed I was a break over it. yeah i mean i've been working every day non-stop basically sometimes even sleeping at the restaurant and just trying to push the business up and I just got tired of it and I couldn't I literally was at wit's end with people like short fuse ready to go mm -hmm. and I just hopped in a car and started driving so what did you do went to Atlanta and spent a couple days there no, I, I went to Atlanta and that night I remember that I was in the hotel and I was going like, what the fuck am I doing here by myself? How did I get here? How did I get here? Like, you know, what am I doing? Right? And then I started driving around. I went to Savannah. I went to Charleston. I went to... I think we had this conversation last week. It was like the first Monday that we were closed or something. And you're like, what'd you do on your day off? And I was like, oh, uh... I did some work or whatever. Like it totally screws up your routine. And then I still feel like I have a list of things that I need to do. So then I feel in some ways guilty, like I'm not doing those things. I'm still gonna be behind. So I gotta like, you know, take this I had this five time. meetings yesterday and we were closed. Yeah. So I I wasn't gonna stop my life. You just keep, keep it. I mean, I have a, a bunch of shit going on trying to get this pigs a place going and you know we we just have to con continue to meet and see how we can just keep pushing forward and pick floyd's you know we're trying to put a roof outside so the architects came and you know, we had more time to talk about it and find answers for for the situation that we have there um so i i don't stop you just keep going yeah I'm just keep going okay so the biggest takeaway from today is you pivot with, uh, well, the you move with what your circumstances are. The biggest pivot that you have to get from today's conversation is the fact that there's going to be issues every day. And it's the way that you deal with them that's going to get you to move forward or to stay stuck. Um, I, like I said, I think you should get help with emotional intelligence. I think that's 
something that I think people should spend money on mm -hmm. big time. I think they should spend money with having an accountability coach. You know, I have it in what's my physical right now with Ty. And I have an accountability coach with my psychologist. So it's, it's always important that you carry accountability, people that keep you accountable for what you're trying to do and the goal you're trying to reach. Because that way, you know, when you slip, they'll put you right back. Right, when you're having the bad days. When you're having the bad days, they're gonna put you right back into, you know, where you need to go. And I'm telling you, maybe it lasts a few days, like, but, but that accountability and that knowing that you have to talk to that person and tell them, hey, I either fucked up with my diet, I didn't do the cardio, or I didn't do the work in reading this book, I'm still stuck in the same thing. They're gonna go like, so are we going somewhere or are we staying stuck here? Yeah, a little bit of a wake up call. Yeah, and I think that's important that you get that wake up call and you move forward.